0: jackie hello all and welcome to rec talk so uh last video we talked about uh tech being 300 million dollars in debt which doesn't feel great uh at all uh today we're going to talk about the new budget it looks like they're going to pass um as well as a few other things before we get into that if you're not a member of the channel please consider joining uh there's a join button right under the title of the video. Uh, Other ways to help support the channel, there is a PayPal and a uh, Cash App link in the description of the video. Um, And a good free way to help is just to watch the entire video and uh, give it a like, subscribe if you're not subscribed. So, let me pull up my other screen here. Um, Man, why is it so off-centered? Let's fix that. Immediately. So, um, this has been delayed. Uh, Let's see what it says. Uh, Georgia Tech Athletic Budget Approval Delayed. Uh, The Georgia Tech Athletic Board of Trustees held its fourth and final meeting for the 2022-2023 cycle uh, inside Bobby Dodd Stadium Tuesday. Um, They are proposing the largest athletic budget in Georgia Tech history uh, somewhere between 124 and 128 million uh, now this might seem counterintuitive seeing as how it looks like um, we're in a good deal of uh, debt but uh, if we're going to be competitive um, a competitive program and I'm just looking at football because that's the one that brings in the the money that funds everything else except maybe uh, excuse me, basketball. Uh, we're going to have to spend more money. Now, I was already surprised to see that Georgia Tech is third in total recruiting budget uh, in the ACC behind only Clemson and um, North Carolina. So Clemson's number one, and uh, Tech and North Carolina right uh, head-to-head at two and three. I think we're spending just under um $1.3 in uh, recruiting budget so uh, that's good that's definitely something that needs to turn around we'll talk about that uh, toward the end of the video but it is the largest uh, budget proposed in Georgia Tech history now how does that compare to budgets we've had before so let's go back this is a from the rumble seat article uh, I'll, I'll link both of these in the description one of them's an AJC article you need a subscription don't get me started on why you would have a subscription model uh, when you could just have advertisers um, foot the bill. Um, but in the past 14 years, uh, as far as athletic budgets are concerned, there we've had a 166% increase. Te- uh, tech has only increased their budget about 98%. So uh, we're behind the ball. The last one I see, Georgia Tech's athletic budget was $86 million which was about 34 below the median at the time. Um, So from what I can see, this brings us just slightly above average for 2019. Now, obviously, um, I'll try to explain this in case there's any, like, uh, I don't know, Georgia or Clemson fans watching. Um, See how the line keeps going up? I assume that trend's going to continue um, in fact, I could do some math and figure out where it should be now. Uh, I imagine it's, uh, well, let's just, let's just get an idea. Every two years, it looks like you get about a $20 million increase or so, uh, <clears throat> in the past three or four years. So we're probably slightly below average, um, from what I see on the chart, um, I would think the average budget now is probably around 130 to 140 million. Uh, our new budget is uh, somewhere between 124 and 128, but it's moving in the right direction. Uh, again, this is a pay to play uh, college football world, uh, not just for this whole NIL thing, I don't really want to get into in this video, but if you are going to be competitive in big time football, um, you, you just got to spend. Uh, a lot of money to do so. So, um, I think this is part of Jay bat earning um, his, his keep. Uh, I think he's doing this knowing that he's got a good bit of um, donor backing that he didn't have before and, and, and probably some new donors, maybe even some that he brought in from his contacts uh, being in Alabama for so long. Um, also says that we're keeping Danny Hall. Obviously, uh, I know some people have been frustrated with him. I'm not a baseball guy, so I'm not you know the most educated guy to ask. Um, but we will be keeping him, and uh, I want you to look at this. So it says bad announced that the number of season tickets sold for the 2023 Tech football season is already surpassed Sebast- that total um, sold at this point in 2022. Now that shouldn't be that difficult to do. And I wish it would say by how much, uh, have we surpassed it? Um, I would think the season ticket sales at Georgia tech last year were probably among the worst in history. Um, but it is suffice to say, it's good to see um, season ticket sales are going up. I do think from all the tech faithful that I've taught at, from from everyone except one that I see in the comment section is um, really excited about Key. Um, and I'll, I'll put it this way. I think I've said it before. I think if uh, Key wouldn't have been hired as the head coach, um, I guarantee you Kirby Smart would have offered him a position on his staff, and he'd probably end up back – Uh, at Alabama, because I can't see Key uh, ever working for the University of Georgia, uh, given his innate hatred of them and beating them every year he ever started. So, just wanted to go through that. Um, You know, things are looking up as far as um, how much money we have to be competitive. Now, what percentage of that is going to debt? Well, if... um, Yester years or anything to go by, 14% uh, of that will be going to debt. So that would be, um, mm, 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 mm. anyway, <clears throat> I mean, 10% of it would be about 12 million. So add another half, uh, about 20 million of that will be going to, um, just paying off debt. Uh, so we, I mean, we've got to get that under, underway as well. Now, um, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but all of the sudden Georgia Tech's winning some recruiting battles against teams we don't usually win, uh, recruiting battles against. So, um, Trey Horn, he's a three-star athlete out of Raven Gap, Georgia. This is the same area, not the same team that um, like Gunner Stockton, uh, the quarterback for UGA, came out of. Uh, who I do think is the best quarterback they have on their roster. Um, but like always, uh, Georgia won't start uh, the best quarterback on their roster. Um, we uh, got him in a in a battle uh, with Florida State and NC State. Um, now, this Landon Marshall kid, his nickname is Meat, um, and he is a beefy fella um, out of Andalusia, Alabama. This kid looks like a stud. Um, I think last weekend or weekend before, whatever the weekend before or few that he came to Tech, um, he was at Auburn, and I was looking at some of his pictures like, this kid is a is a beast. This kid makes me think of the Derek Morgans of the world, um, the Roman Reigns' of the world, um, you know, Michael Johnson's, just some kids. We need another dominant defensive lineman, a Keon White, you know, uh, like that. And I think he could be it. We won him in a recruiting battle against LSU and Arkansas. So um, all of a sudden, I mean, Key is really dialing up the recruiting Tech. Um, see, it's now Rivals has the Georgia Tech at 35th in the country, 8th in the ACC. Now, that sounds pretty bad, but I actually think that's pretty good considering we have a brand new head coach, brand new staff, coming off the worst three seasons in the history of Georgia Tech football. Um, we got something cooking all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the hot stuff. So, um, On3 has us 48th and 11th in the ACC. Um, Now, here's another thing. Uh, It says Georgia Tech is welcoming a big list of visitors this weekend. Four-star athlete Kalen Fox. Um, He's a tight end. Uh, And he uh, is coming. So, he's coming this weekend, but... He was supposed to go to Miami afterward. Like, I don't know if it was the next weekend or weekend after that. Now that he's coming to Georgia Tech this weekend, he said, I'm not I'm not taking my official visit to Miami anymore, which is the biggest no-brainer of all time. Uh, Miami's an absolutely horrible school and just a general area that I have uh, no respect for. So uh, I'm glad to hear, <laughs> obviously, trash talk but um, – Miami's generally someone we don't win recruiting battles against either. We don't win recruiting battles against most people. Usually what happens is we'll identify like a three-star kid as being kind of undervalued and really talented, and then toward the end of the recruiting cycle, the Georges, the LSUs, the Alabamas of the world will uh, evaluate him, and then uh, lo and behold, he's a four-star all of a sudden, and we'll lose him. But um, just a quick overview of our 2024 commits – Um, Jakari Williams, um, obviously, um, is not in the class anymore. And I'll be honest with you. What I think happened with that is that, you know, after evaluating like Winky and, um, Buster Faulkner evaluating him, we're like, yeah, this kid's not four star billing. Um, let's, let's go get someone who's, who's a better fit. Like this guy's a little overvalued which is something Jeff Collins would never do, ever. He would just be like, oh, stars, stars. He's like Mario uh, from the video game, just collecting stars. Um, but anyways, uh, let's see. Santana, Aloe, Tapola, uh, interior offensive lineman. We definitely need offensive lineman. That's definitely been a target for Keith in last class and this. Jordan Boyd. Uh, defensive end linebacker combo, um, DeMontra Gatston, the linebacker. I think he's out of South Carolina. Uh, Taj Butler, linebacker. Um, So, again, trying to – I think that Braylon Oliver and Andre – I know Andre White only has one year of eligibility, and Braylon Oliver I think does too. So we're going to be in the same position next year trying to replace linebackers. Uh, Aaron Philo at quarterback, I really, really like this kid. Um, I know he's playing at Prince Avenue. The level of competition isn't what you're going to see in like five, six, uh, what do you call it, like star? It's not star, but um, that level of play. Uh, But he is on track to break Trevor Lawrence's all-time passing yardage record this year. Uh, in the state of Georgia so he's doing something right and doing a lot of it Um, and he just seems like a really good fit for Georgia Tech he's actively recruiting for us that's a big deal and I think that's a hundred percent Buster Faulkner right there uh William Depepe defensive end Trey Horn that's the athlete we just signed and Landon Marshall the defensive tackle we just signed so uh ladies and gentlemen we got some cooking Got something cooking in Atlanta, Georgia. Brent Key is the chef. Talk to you guys later.